Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is July 2nd. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block in Doctrine and Covenants section 72. Now if you'll remember, this revelation has been given to Newell K. Whitney. He's been called as the second bishop in Zion, and he's been given this stewardship of taking care of the people and of the bishop's storehouse. Now, in verse 15, it says something that might sound very specific to the saints in that day, but let's take a look at it and how it can apply to us in our day. Verse 15 says, Thus it cometh out of the church, for according to the law, every man that cometh up to Zion must lay all things before the bishop in Zion. Now, like I said, we could read that and be like, well, yeah, the law of consecration and everyone who came to Zion needed to consecrate their belongings. And yeah, that's just very specific to the saints. But let's take a look at how it applies to us in our day. If you'll remember, we talked about this, I think it was in Doctrine and Covenants 42. We talked about what the Lord's storehouse really is and what the law of consecration actually is. When it comes to us in our day, the Lord's storehouse isn't so much our paychecks. It's not so much the monetary things. It's not like we're growing 10 acres of corn and then giving it all to the church. That's not what the Lord is expecting from us. That's not what he's asking from us. But there still is a bishop's storehouse. And I'm not talking about the store that people can go to when they're down on their luck. You and I are part of that bishop's storehouse. Our talents, our abilities, our willingness all become part of the bishop's storehouse that he can then draw upon to further the work of God in our wards. Essentially, our ability and our willingness to step in and serve and bless wherever we're called upon or whenever we're needed is part of the Lord's storehouse. There's a story that Elder Uchtdorf told several years ago. That I want to play that story for you now, and I'm going to play it instead of read it because I feel like this story is best in Elder Uchtdorf's awesome German accent. So here's a portion of that story now. A story is told that during the bombing of a city in World War II, a large statue of Jesus Christ was severely damaged. When the townspeople found the statue among the rubble, they mourned about this statue because it had been a beloved symbol of their faith and of God's presence in their lives. Experts were able to repair most of the statue, but its hands had been damaged so severely that they could not be restored. Some suggested that they hire a sculptor to make new hands, but others wanted to leave it as it was, a permanent reminder of the tragedy of war. Ultimately, the statue remained without hands. However, the people of the city added on the base of the statue of Jesus Christ a sign with these words, you are my hands. I absolutely love this story because I love the idea that you and I are the hands of the Savior in this life. Now, don't get me wrong. Our Father in heaven can work miracles. He can bring the manna down from heaven. He can part the seas in our lives. But more often than not, he works his miracles 
through the hands of those who try to serve and follow him. And essentially, that is the essence of a consecrated life. That is what we bring to the bishop's storehouse. Now, I think it's important to recognize what the law of consecration is because we're talking about the storehouse and we're talking about consecration. And I think oftentimes we confuse the law of consecration with the law of the United Order. And those two are not the same thing. Many times we think of the law of the United Order centers around our finances and placing all our finances before the Lord and into the storehouse. And certainly there was a time in church history that that was the case. Maybe there will be a time to come when that's asked of us, but that is not the law of consecration. Consecration wasn't something that they lived years and years ago and that maybe we'll live again someday. Consecration is an ongoing part of a covenant lifestyle with our Father in heaven. And that idea of consecration, that consecrating ourselves and our lives goes hand in hand with the bishop's storehouse. In our day, the bishop's storehouse is far less a physical storehouse of material items that we give to the bishop, but instead it's about our ability, our time, our talents, and anything that we can do to further God's kingdom in our wards. If we have the ability to play the piano, that talent then becomes part of the bishop's storehouse that he can then draw upon to fulfill callings and to bless the ward. If we have the ability to teach, that talent becomes a part of the bishop's storehouse that he can draw upon for the furthering and blessing of the ward. If we have a willingness to serve, that willingness becomes a part of the bishop's storehouse, which he can then draw upon to fill callings and to keep the work of the Lord moving forward. Whether we feel capable of fulfilling those callings is far less important than whether we're willing to do it, as we talked about a few days ago. Elder Christofferson taught that to consecrate is to set apart or dedicate something as sacred and devoted to holy purposes. Do you consider yourself dedicated and devoted to bringing to pass God's work within your sphere? That is the essence of a consecrated life. Right now, at this time in our lives, consecration may not mean turning over our paychecks to the bishop, but it does mean turning over our willingness. It means seeing a need and recognizing our ability to fill that need and being willing to step up. It means trusting the Lord enough that when the bishop extends a call, we consecrate our time and our willingness, knowing that God can bless us and help us fill that calling. Honestly, I think that's what this idea of ministering is about. It's not home teaching and visiting teaching anymore. I feel like the Lord is trying to move us away from an idea of duty and obligation and bring us more towards this idea of consecration. If we're doing it right, we'll have an opportunity to witness the needs of other people and either by ourselves or with the help of others, step in to fill those needs. God's kingdom on this earth isn't just about preaching God's good word. It's about stepping up. It's about stepping in and living God's word. My friends, we are his hands. One of my favorite hymns is the hymn, More Holiness Give Me. Now remember Elder Christofferson's quote, consecrate is to set something apart as dedicated or sacred or devoted to holy purposes. As we are striving to become more holy, we are striving to become more consecrated. The third verse of More Holiness Give Me says, more purity give me more strength to overcome, more freedom from earth stains, more longing for home. 
more fit for the kingdom, more used would I be, more blessed and holy, more savior like thee. My friends, as we consecrate ourselves and give all that we are to the bishop's storehouse to build God's work and fulfill his holy purposes, we will be more used. And then in turn, we will become more like the Savior by becoming his hands. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.